Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi everyone, Stephen Ray Morris here, coming to you live from Hardstark Manor uh, to bring you another Raptor Reactions. That's right, we're coming back. Um late breaking news post earthquake uh to <laughs> tell you uh to talk all about toys today um uh i mean it just was an onslaught i mean it was one of those things it's like okay new york toy fair is c- coming and then excuse me and then all this then entertainment weekly i mean it was it was a really crazy crazy big news day uh for Jurassic park fans probably the biggest since the trailer dropped um, which was my other Raptor Reactions episode. Um, yeah, you're listening to See Jurassic Right. Again, if I haven't made that clear, Steve Ray Morris, I'm your host. Uh, and we're going to talk about the toys and everything. And I think a big thing to keep in mind today is that this was Mattel's big outing. Um, and I think with having <laughs> this, some of the toys premiere in Entertainment Weekly, I think just shows how uh, above and beyond uh, Universal is committed to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and just, um, really making this second movie in this new Jurassic Park trilogy, a real splash and, um, so much more than anything we got, um, for the lead up to Jurassic World. Uh, and yeah, I think again, like we were saying, I think this is Mattel's chance to prove itself. Um, 
after Hasbro's really disappointing. I mean, so disappointing that Universal was like, nah, we know you've had the license slash license through Legacy for, you know, since the beginning, but we're going to give it to somebody else. And I think Mattel really delivered and um, want to, you know, say big thanks to Chris Pugh from Jurassic Outpost. He was on the ground reporting at New York Toy Fair, took a bunch of amazing photos um, and I'll link to those. And if you're already in the Facebook group, you, you'll know that, um, he, on their Facebook, the Jurassic Outpost Facebook, they have tons and tons of photos of all the close-ups and details and everything. And I will say up top, that was the thing I was really excited about was, um, because the figures on the white psych, um, even the first reveals and leaks, they looked cool, but I feel like they were lacking a little bit of detail that I was worried about. But then when you actually see the photos of the toys in real life, they look so much better. Um, so that already has me really, um, jazzed. So I'm going to probably spend most of the time talking about that, going through all the toys, going through the figures and everything like that. Um, say a couple things up top, uh, Funko revealed, um, a Claire and Owen and a blue, still no Ellie. Um, again, which is really disappointing. And ultimately I think they're going to reveal an Ellie, but the fact that it's still taking this long and the fact that they haven't addressed it in any way, I mean, maybe for legal reasons they can't, but, um, it's just disappointing, uh, that we're still waiting for a Dr. Ellie Sattler pop. So, um, I'm still committed to my not getting any of the pops until we, uh, have an Ellie announcement. Um, and again, it'll be really disappointing if all it is, is park vehicle, um, it's really unacceptable, but, um, just, you know, there's that, um, so remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, just the level of commitment that, uh, the rest of the <laughs> Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom crew has, I mean, the idea that Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, was not only revealing her Barbie, uh, her and Owen's Barbie on the Today Show earlier in the week, but then for her to come out to New York Toy Fair and kind of reveal all the toys and her prequel novel, which we finally got a title, um, Jurassic World, The Evolution of Claire by Tess Sharp. Um, I'll talk about that in a minute, but, um, but it's just, again, showing that the Universal really, uh, you know, because Jurassic World, they didn't know it was going to be as big of a hit as it was. It was just sort of a uh, I mean, not really a gamble, but just, hey, does this does this old franchise still have legs? Do people still care about dinosaurs? And the answer, of course, was a yadoy. Um, so, uh, again, let's just dive into the figures because, I mean, probably the most out of any toy lines yet. I mean, I think maybe the Lost World toy line had, you know, had this many dinosaur very, you know, all these different kinds of dinosaurs, but I, I feel like this might be the most yet. And fallen kingdom looks to have the most dinosaurs yet as well. So it seems appropriate. Um, obviously right off the bat, we got to talk about the Tyrannosaurus. There's, uh, there's a three foot long version, which might be the biggest Jurassic park toy ever. Maybe, I mean, other than maybe the uh, command center from the original, the visitor center toy, but, um, that's three feet long. And then there's the thrash and throw version, which is kind of like the thrasher Rex, which looks really cool. But, like more modern in the sense because it has like up and down and everything like that. Um, and then there's the anatomy kit, which I think a lot of people I noticed were really digging. Um, it reminds me a lot of the Allosaurus from the Lost World toy line uh, where you can kind of pull its guts apart and everything like that. And I think that's really cool. I'm glad that they're, it just feels like 
you know, and as we talk more about the toys and stuff, there's a lot of things we were like, oh man, like, why didn't they do this for the Jurassic World toy line, you know? But again, ultimately, uh, the people at Mattel had uh, a lot of ideas. Uh, they had a lot of ideas up their sleeves for this toy line. So um, they also have, um, oh, there's a ghost train. Um, <laughs> so after the T-Rex, there is um, the Ceratosaurus, which is from Jurassic Park 3. And it's really cool that we're getting, um, it's cool. I'm going to bring up some images while I uh, talk to you. Um, there's a Ceratosaurus, so that's from Jurassic Park 3, if you remember, so that's cool. Um, I really like the look of that one. That looks really, um, it's not necessarily film accurate, but it's, I feel like it captures the spirit of the, of the Jurassic Park 3 dino. Um, and then there's the Pachyrhinosaurus, which is a different type of, uh, tri- uh, Ceratopsian, um, and I believe that's going to be in Fallen Kingdom, uh, but I'm not 100% sure, but it's cool to get another very, and that seems to be Fallen Kingdom's MO is the variations on uh, some of the classic dinosaurs, which I think is really dope. Um, Pteranodon obviously has got to make it back in, um, which we saw in the trailer. And then I'm really excited about this Metricanthosaurus, which is the yellowish carnivore, um, because you can see its name on the side of the embryos from the original Jurassic Park dating all the way back. And so remains to be seen if it's going to be in the movie but um uh it's really cool that they're finally bringing at least like a toy version of it to life um and then we have an allosaurus and i just think this new version of this allosaurus is just sort of wild like we saw it in the trailer and it's just i think because it's you know it's the the lost world version is basically just kind of orange and it just you know, it's the, it's the main Jurassic theropod and it's sort of, how do you distinguish itself from, you know, T-Rex and Raptor and everything like that. And I just think having it kind of be this blue and yellow with kind of a little ridge on it just looks really sharp and really unique, even though again, with all these theropods, it's like, how do you, how do you make them unique other than coloring and length of arm and, you know, crest or whatever. So I, I thought what they did with the Allosaurus for the Fallen Kingdom is pretty, cool and then we have an ankylosaurus which looks different than the um than the jurassic world one so it remains to be seen if because uh, i believe in the movie that the movie retains the uh, image continuity whereas it looks like the one in the toys is not film accurate so which is fine i i'm not really a big stickler for film accurate stuff i am maybe more for figures but not as much for the dinosaurs um and then obviously Triceratops, classic, um, and then a Baryonyx, which, you know, is going to be one of the new megafauna of Fallen Kingdom, and I'm super excited about it. Um, I think there are two, ver- there might be just one version of it, I can't tell, but um, I mean, all of them look so great, just the colors, the details, you know, they're going to be hard plastic, but it seems like they're going to not be kind of that like hollow plastic. They seem to be a little bit more robust just looking at, um, just looking at the images. Um, and then we've got a Stigai Moloch, which I'm super excited about because Stigai Moloch, um, again, contested, uh, dinosaur species now at this point, um, you know, it might just be a young Pachycephalosaurus, but again, talking about the variations on kind of the classic dinos, uh, Stigai Moloch is just a, you know, has more horn, has more, um, 
crests, like crown of thorns style kind of thing on its head, which I always thought was cool looking. And on the packaging, it was nicknamed Stiggy. So I get the feeling that this might be another one of our new hero dinosaurs, which I'm really excited about. That's the idea that Fallen Kingdom has two of my favorite dinosaurs being now being kind of thrust into the spotlight. Carnotaurus and Stigai Moloch is is really dope. Um, Dilophosaurus um, and I believe Chris Pugh for, from Jurassic Outpost was saying that there's going to be some color variations on certain dinosaurs. And so I noticed one of the Dilophosaurus in the photos was teal, like more tealish colored, which I think is really cool. Um, and the Dilophosaurus from the Jurassic World toy line was actually one of my favorites. I, I ended up only getting uh, the Mosasaur, um, Charlie, and uh, a Dilophosaurus from the Jurassic World toys. Those were the only ones I ended up getting. Um, there weren't many that I was really that interested in. Um, this just made me think, I wonder if they're going to make an Indominus Rex toy just for um, shits and giggles because... Uh, one of the big announcements at the end of the day was um, uh, that there will be a Jurassic Park Legacy collection. There was a photo that I actually photoshopped um, into a meme, uh, which included a Grant figure and a Pachycephalosaurus from the Lost World um, into. So um, we'll probably get that announced um, any day now. Um, Who knows? Maybe by the time this comes out, it'll be announced officially. But um, yeah. keep going down the list um there's a hurrahosaurus which was the sort of red uh predator uh which looks really dope as well too um which has been around for a while again another dinosaur that's been kind of thrown around in the jurassic park mix um you know and talking about uh species that were created by engine so it's really cool to see all of them come to life even if even if it doesn't end up in the film um and then one of the most curious uh, reveals, a couple reveals, which is obviously we're getting blue. Blue's the hero raptor. Uh, you're my boy blue. You're my girl blue, actually. Um, uh, people have noticed that there's a green velociraptor. And uh, like I mentioned in the Patreon episode, uh, the in the original Jurassic Park, when Grant and Lex and Tim find the eggs, there's this... Uh, I always presumed it was Gallimimus eggs. Then a lot of people were like, no, there's raptors. Um, uh, they're raptor eggs and and, and here's why and all this stuff. And and if you listen to the Patreon, it kind of, kind of break all the different possibilities down. But, um, needless to say, uh, I think the, the appearances of this non-blue Velociraptor, uh, fur fallen kingdom stuff sort of sort of bubbling up i think is what got this conversation started again in a big way um this year and last year um so yeah there's a green velociraptor and there's a lost world velociraptor um that was spotted on the packaging so we're gonna get multiple raptors again which is really cool uh well i mean i guess we got the raptor squad but um i mean again just that there's different variations on dinosaurs uh for the toy line is really cool um, and then I wasn't sure some of these ones, I'm not hundred percent sure which, um, because, you know, they just didn't have packaging associated with it, but we saw Gallimimus, we saw some Dimorphodons, again, color variation. We saw Parasaurolophus and Apatosaurus, but it looks like the Parasaurolophus and the Apatosaurus might just be like in those like tiny figurine packs. It doesn't look like so far that they're going to get full fledged figures so far. Um, and then the big guns, the really like kind of deluxe figures um was the carnotaurus of course which i mean you know 
I, I don't know if I can really dive into getting, you know, all the figures or anything like that, but I definitely know I want to be getting that Carnotaurus because it's one of my favorite dinosaurs. Its appearance in the lost world was in the books was so cool. And I am just so thrilled that we're, that the Carnotaurus is going to be part of a big action sequence in fallen kingdom. So I'm really over the moon about that. And that's one figure that I definitely want to get. Um, and then, of course, we're going to get a Stegosaurus, and then we're going to get a Suchomimus, which is, you know, again one of the other sort of um, one of the other big dinos uh, hinted at, you know, as opposed to the Spinosaurus in Jurassic Park three. The Suchomimus looks rad too. It's like it's more of like a like a, you could just put an electric guitar in its hands because it's like this neon blue and yellow and. Um, again, remains to be seen if it's in the movie, but the figure looks really cool. Um, yeah, that figure looks really cool too as well. Um, and then we also got the reveal of the Indoraptor, you know, the next evolution in Jurassic hybrids chaos edition. No, um, but that looks really cool. I mean, we got a glimpse in the latest trailer about the Indoraptor, kind of this very, um, alien xenomorphish looking, um, it almost looks like um like a uh you know in video games where you fight like you know like the dark link like the shadow version or whatever it just looks like a shadow version of blue or something like that um just got these like creepy long arms and uh yeah the toy looks really cool it's very like opposable and stuff so i'm i'm excited i i'm i've got no problems with with hybrids uh i got no problems with hybrids and then one other thing that I think, and then one, and then the Mosasaur, which is rumored to be back in Fallen Kingdom in some way, um, eagle-eyed viewers on the website noticed that the Mosasaur, uh, on the official Jurassic World, uh, World website, that the Mosasaur tank was closed um, down or whatever after the events of Jurassic World. And the Mosasaur toy is huge, and it says it's said to have realistic rubbery skin, which is really cool i mean the photos of it look really cool um and the, again the mosasaur was one of my favorite figures from the jurassic world line but this mosasaur looks to like really just amp it up to the next level it looks it should be really fun to have mosey hanging out with you on your on your couch you know so uh yeah it looks really cool and then um we get another owen and motorcycle and now this is where i want to dive into the figures and it's so dope that they're going to make classic kind of looking Jurassic Park figures with uh, like recreating the original Kenner line where it was the figure, the a baby dino and an accessory, um, you know, weird accessories and weapons that never were in the movies. But um, but just, you know, kind of, you know, that's just par for the course with toys. But we're getting a Claire. We're getting like three versions of Owen, which I'm a little bit. All right. Um and then the character of Zia, played by Daniela Pineda, we're getting her character. Looks like we're getting Ted Levine's character, and then like a few mercenaries. I'm, I'm a little disappointed there's no announcement of a Justice Smith character yet. Um, I hope this isn't like a Lex situation, um, but maybe he's going to be bundled with another set or something like that. So it remains to be seen. But I hope we get a um, Justice Smith, his character Franklin, because um, him and Zia look to be like the two fresh-faced. Uh, you know, characters, because we are getting a kid, uh, quote unquote, Lucy in, you know, maybe just the, the Lockwood Manor stuff um, in Fallen Kingdom. But um, 
Zia and Franklin, who are part of the dinosaur protection group. It seems like they're the two fresh faced uh, youngins in uh, Fallen Kingdom, which is just interesting because it's like, you know, Jurassic Park movies have always had kids. And while this will also have a kid, it looks like it's kind of splitting the difference because um, this is just me theorizing now about Fallen Kingdom, but because we're not going to get kids throughout the entire movie, it's like, okay, we'll have a very little kid, at, you know, maybe at the end, and then we'll have these two sort of, um, you know, just out of college, you know, young adults uh, in the, you know, for the first chunk of the movie or whatever. But I mean, I'm excited about it. I wish I could have interned at uh, Jurassic World or worked at Jurassic World. Um, getting some more mercenaries. Um, so that's fun. It's a fun little nod to like the, the mercenaries, uh, in the original Jurassic Park toys, Jaws Jackson. I mean, that would be, I would be kind of over the moon if there was a, I mean, even if it's just like a, you know, it's not set on screen, but it's just listed in the credits as like a Jaws Jackson or something. That would be really cool. <laughs> um, and then we get, uh, there's these like story packs, which I'm not hundred percent sure if those figures are full size or if they're like tinier, but there's an Owen with a blue and a Claire with a gyrosphere. Um, those look cool. Those, the, those figures look less detailed to me. So I'm, that's why I'm like, are they tinier? I don't know. Um, as far as vehicles go, we have the, the, the gyrosphere, like blast Jeep thing, which was like, let's see, let me pull up the picture for it. Um, yeah, it's just like, it looks like a very like all terrain. We, I think this is the vehicle that we see in the trailers that is holding Rexy, except you can do this action where you can have it like kick out a, uh, a gyrosphere ball. Um, so that looks pretty cool. And then there is a, um, a submarine thing. So I think that's where a lot of people are getting these Mosasaur reappearance rumors are because there's going to be a submarine toy. Um, again, we, you know, we know we can't look to toys necessarily to tell plot points. I mean, there was a Dilophosaurus chase, uh, Lego set, which there was no Dilophosaurus other than the hologram in, uh, Jurassic world. So we can't necessarily look to the toys for plot points, but curious indeed. Um, and then there's the off-road massive rig. Um, again, you know, another just big vehicle. You could throw a dinosaur on the back. Um, and then there is a Jeep Wrangler um, a Raptor attack thing that comes with Owen and a green Raptor. Um, and this is, you know, the OG Jeep Wrangler from Jurassic Park. So um, we know that you can see the original Park Explorer. We saw it in the trailer um, that uh, Blue was standing on. But maybe there's going to be more stuff with the old park um, and old park-related things. Um, yeah, again, just, um, hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
you know, post two trailers, uh, you know, now it's, it's February. And so we're really getting close. Um, I think the toys were, were, I mean, they were just, I think the toys today are just really kind of, you know, obviously makes us really excited for what's to come. But I think also, uh, for me opened up some more possibilities because we all kind of go through these phases of, you know, what's going to happen? What do we theorize what the plot's going to be? And then we kind of feel like we kind of figured it out. And then, then like a, a new, you know, a new detail would be, you know, brought up and then it's kind of like, Oh wait, I thought that maybe, you know, you're always constantly recontextualizing what you think, you know, and what you're expecting from the movie. So I think today was really exciting because I feel like I saw a handful of things like this Jeep Wrangler thing where you're just like, Hmm, I wonder, wonder what that's about. Um, obviously we got the Barbies. Um, it's cool. A lot of people were pointing out that the Barbie as well as the Funko have uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's kind of freckles, which I thought was like a really adorable detail. Um, there's these hatch and play egg things. Um, there's plushies. There's lots of like mini dinosaurs. There's the Pteranodon drone look, which looks really cool because it flaps its wings as well. If it's just, you know, it's like a plastic drone, clear plastic drone with a Pteranodon, but they got the Pteranodon's wings to flap, which looks really cool. Um, the cover image I'm using, um, a photo that Chris Pugh took, uh, is of the like blue bike, like four wheeler thing for kids. Um, the Uno attack Dilophosaurus, which, um, Jurassic Raptor, uh, if you, you should follow him on Twitter, you know, follow him on, on, on the socials. Uh, I loved his comment about, um, like somebody at Mattel has been like sitting on that idea for years. And I think that's a great comment. I mean, the, uh, Mattel acquired this license, uh, not that long ago. I mean, in the grand scheme of things. So it's, it's the idea that they have just busted out of the gate with all these toys and, and kind of a full force of, you know, uh, not just action figures and not, you know, but just the whole gamut of stuff, I think really says that they really had something to prove. Um, and are I mean, again, it's that thing of like, I, it's obviously love all this stuff. And I, I, you know, in a perfect world, if you have a, a million bucks, you'd get everything. But, um, I definitely think I'm going to get more than I, at first, like even at the start of the day, I was like, all right, well, yeah, maybe I'll get that. Maybe I'll get that. And I'm like, now I'm just kind of like, as I'm talking about it, right. Even right now, I'm just like, shit, I kind of want that. Oh, I kind of want that too. Oh, I kind of want that too. So good job, Mattel. Um, they also have a blue mask, with claws. So it's like kind of like the Raptor claws from the Jurassic world, uh, you know, release, but now it comes with a mask for all you scalies out there. Um, there was also a T-Rex mask and a Indoraptor mask as well too. <laughs> um, there was also pet toys, mostly for dogs. Um, also the company gen art did some like fashion stuff, um, which is like, I'm all about that fern wave look baby. Um, there was also, I also saw on Twitter, um, Universal Studios reminding people that Jurassic Park 25th anniversary merch was on sale at Universal Studios, shirts, hats, mugs. Uh, I thought I saw a fanny pack, which I got to get my hands on. Um, and then for Lego, um, there is, you know, some that we'd already seen, like Blue in the Helicopter. There's a little Pteranodon Escape. Um there is a Carnotaurus Lego figure, which is really cool. A Carnotaurus uh, Gyrosphere Escape uh, Raptor Rescue Truck for Blue. Um, there's a Pteranodon Chase. Um, 
and there's a Stigai Moloch breakout. Again, Stiggy making a reappearance with Dr. Wu as the minifigure. Um, so again, very curious in terms of thinking about the plot. Um, and then of course there's the mansion set with blue and the Indoraptor. Um, I didn't get any of the Legos from the Jurassic World toy line and I probably won't get any of the Legos here either. It's funny cause I see on eBay all the time, uh, people selling the dinosaur figures and I'm like almost tempted just to do that, just to like buy the, cause I really like the look of the dinosaur figures. Um, and obviously, I've played the Jurassic World game at this point and a uh, Lego game at this point. So, but yeah, I mean, I just, at some point I just gotta, I gotta cut myself off and I feel like I'm really liking the, the actual figures this year. And I think, I think I just, I think that just looks a little bit sharper. Um, and in terms of the room that I have, but who knows? Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, there was tons of other, other tie in items. Uh, I, I, there was like an amber necklace thing and uh, there's a bunch of like Stigai Moloch like party supply stuff, which I thought was cool. And uh, I mean, I'm just remembering back to when like we were all looking forward to Jurassic World and it was like we all made the big deal out of the like Kellogg's gummy snacks being sort of the first font, like the first Jurassic World tie in item. And it was like a it became a whole gag where I would just where I was just going to every grocery store. I was even in Oregon visiting my mom and was like, Hey, can we stop by the, the grocery store and see if there's any, any, uh, Jurassic world, uh, Kellogg gummies. And it's like, it just for fallen kingdom, it seems like, I mean, it, there's not going to be a shortage of, of stuff to look forward to and stuff to, to buy, of course. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's really exciting time to be a Jurassic park fan. So, um, between Fallen Kingdom and the 25th anniversary. Again, I'm really curious to see what toys they announce for the Legacy Collection. Um, and what, I mean, what do you want for this Legacy Collection? Do you want a really comprehensive, um, you know, Jurassic Park Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, um, Jurassic World kind of thing? Or do you want more of just kind of the best, the best of? So if like, I was like, what would we get if we got a best of JP three, we'd probably get like a JP three grant. Like that's, I feel like, you know, maybe, and maybe a Pteranodon or something like that. But, um, I mean, really this sort of legacy collection is really the first of its kind for Jurassic park. I mean, we've never had something like that in that way, sort of again, acknowledging the whole franchise. It's always just been each toy line at a time. And so the idea that they're really gonna sort of encapsulate everything together that really excites me a lot in, in, in many ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely some stuff that I want to get, but Ooh, I wanted to talk about, um, I guess the last thing I wanted to talk about before we, uh, before we took off because it is very early in the morning and an earthquake just happened. So, um, that's also exciting. <laughs> I've never podcasted during an earthquake before. Um, but yeah, the thing that, uh, the, one of the upcoming things that I'm excited about, and I think it was so cool that Bryce Dallas Howard was there to sort of announce it. And that was Jurassic World, the evolution of Claire by Tess Sharp, um, and random house books. Um, it's the prequel tie in novel to Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And I'll read the synopsis for you. Um, freshman year in college. And, uh, uh, let's see, let me actually, let me pull it up. I want to read it straight off the photo. I saved the photo of it. Um, 
So yeah, freshman year in college is full of obstacles and one must learn to overcome messy roommates, dining hall food, uh, and cranky professors are just a few. Never has a student added how to properly avoid being eaten by a dinosaur to her list of freshman year complications. But Claire Deering isn't just any student. The year is 2004. The future theme park Jurassic World is currently under construction. 19-year-old Clara Deering, the multitasking, self-possessed heroine of Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, has chosen to spend her summer interning with the Mastrani Corporation on Isla Nublar following her freshman year in college. The result is a pulse-pounding coming-of-age story set against the backdrop of Jurassic World advancing towards its opening day. The story begins with Clara as she starts her internship uh, with laser-focused goals set on uh, battering the lives of all the animals worldwide while exploring the island and performing various theme park-slash-dinosaur-related tasks. You know, uh, just various theme park-slash-dinosaur-related tasks. Claire quickly forms a tight bond with her fellow interns while also making a name for herself amongst the science, the senior members of the Jurassic World staff. It isn't long before the romance sparks between her and a fellow student, which leaves Claire conflicted... Um, once a larger and more sinister plot develops, forcing her to question the motives of everyone on the island. Over the course of the thrilling mystery full of intrigue and suspense, the novel details the origins of Claire's nuanced character in a rich and complex way, allowing the reader to witness the transformative moment when Claire begins uh, constructing walls around herself and steps forward as the guarded character we meet in the first Jurassic World film. Uh, wow, man, that's so exciting. And, the cover isn't final, but I really love the aesthetic of the cover, which is like, like a big part of the Jurassic World marketing was this sort of like sciency DNA, like bloop bloop, like you know, uh, computer screen. Uh, I mean, just think of all the computer screens in the Jurassic World movie, like kind of like these like a lot of thin lines, very minimal, very like minimal DNA chic, um, and then it's got like Bryce Dallas. Howard silhouette and then you just see some images of like a like a dinosaur breaking out I can't tell it looks like a raptor um and then like her it looks like her and then another young person um and then and then you can see the visitor center the new visitor center the the whatever it's called in the movie Jurassic World the innovation center or whatever um and it's got kind of these like muted greens and red like Claire's red hair like you know, a muted brownish red with green and teal and, and, and kind of this kind of aesthetic, which I like really like. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. Everyone knows I love Claire. Uh, I love, I love that we're going to get a, I mean, you know, Colin Trevorrow said way back in the day, like this is Claire, the, these movies are about Claire's arc. And I'm, I was almost worried with the success of Jurassic world and, uh, of, um, Chris Pratt being a big star that they were going to somehow 180 and really make it about him. And, um, I mean, who knows what, what fallen kingdom will be like, but I really, it, it really feels like they're making an effort to put, um, Bryce Dallas Howard and Claire, uh, up front and center, um, in some ways. Um, so I don't know. I'm just really excited about that and I can't wait to read it. And I really hope that that means we'll get more, prequel novels i mean you know it really opens up the whole world for for that sort of thing again you know <laughs> you know with star wars fans it's like every movie they get spoiled with like four or five tie-in novels and i i kind of feel like we'll be lucky if we get you know two 
but I'm excited to see to see what this first one is like. Um, and the other one I noticed was the Jurassic World Survival Guide. Um, and the only thing that was curious about that, because I was wondering if it's just another sort of the Jurassic Park Institute style sort of books, but it uh, on the cover it said Secret History of Jurassic Park. So I'm very curious what that means because um, for people who have been reading more spoilers or following leaks and stuff, um, the... Um, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Sir James Cromwell's character um, might have ties to the origins of Jurassic Park. So I'm wondering if if this little guide is going to touch on that or not. So um, I'll probably get that. I, I mean, I in terms of Jurassic Park, Jurassic World collectibles and things like that, I think for me, I'm always going with um, books. Again, I just got the Jurassic Park 25th anniversary junior novelization and the random uh, little golden book Jurassic Park, which is really cute. Um, so I'm always going to get the books. I'm always going to get trading cards, obviously. I mean, who knows if we're going to get Fallen Kingdom trading cards, but uh, I would love that personally. Um, so, you know, I'll definitely get the books and stuff like that. Again, the figures. Well, I wanted to end this by just saying what my top five items were from the day, from the announcement. Um, Claire's book, number one for me. I'm super stoked on that. Um, Stigai Moloch toy, definitely getting that. Carnotaurus, definitely getting that. I think those are my, uh, those are definitely my two favorite figures. Um, I really like the Operation Rexy, uh, T-Rex. I think that would just be really fun to have in my apartment. I, I don't know. It just looks really cool. Um, and then I'm split between the, the new Mosasaur, which I just think would be really funny. You come in, it's like, oh, I got these nice throw pillows. And then here's Mosey, like here's this Mosasaur just like hanging out and it's got realistic skin. You know, it just feels like a rubbery dolphin. Um, but then I also really like that Pteranodon drone, um, which might be fun to play with, but who knows? I mean, I got the Jurassic uh, Park Jeep Wrangler um, remote control car and it's literally just been sitting gathering dust since, um, since I chased my cat around with it once. But um, yeah, I think those are my top five items. Uh, I really want to hear from you what you're really excited about. Uh, yeah. Cause I mean, there's so much to choose from. Are you going to collect them all? Are you going to stick with one thing? Are you going to maybe like, Oh, I want to get all the stick. I'm stuff, or I want to get all the Rexy stuff. Like, or are you going to just sort of pick and choose? Uh, I mean, again, I think that's where I'm coming from. Um, it's going to be hard. It'll be very curious. It'll be exciting to have Jurassic World toys back on the shelf. Um, and what do you want? What did you, what were you, or is there anything that you wanted to see, but you didn't, if you were kind of, ex, you know, thinking about what the toys and stuff would be, um, what do you want out of a legacy collection? Uh, yeah, let me know just, you know, in Twitter, Facebook, join the Facebook group, uh, see Jurassic right podcast on Facebook. Um, Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks to Chris Pugh again from Jurassic Outpost. Um, really, uh, you know, check out all the articles on there. If you are if you haven't already, uh, his reporting was really great. Took lots of great photos. I'll include links in the notes. Um, again, um, see Jurassic Red on Facebook, Instagram, uh, SJR Pod on Twitter, um, patreon.com slash see Jurassic Right. Um, you know, uh, if you're not already a donor, um, any bit helps keep the lights on and, uh, you know, the fence is operational and, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Stephen Ray Morris and, uh, yeah, let me know if you want me to do more of these wrapped up reactions. I was just talking to the Facebook group and they were definitely, 
Um, they definitely seemed like they were down with me doing more of these when it, when it's appropriate. I mean, I think there was just so much news today uh, or yesterday. And since the next mini sode won't be out until the first week of March, it was like, you know, am I going to get a chance to really talk about it in the, you know, oh my God, I've been talking for almost 40 minutes. Um, you know, that definitely, I wouldn't have talked about it in this much depth and detail uh, if it had, if I had waited till the mini sode to talk about it. So um, let me know if there are other things you would like me to do this for. I'm very happy to do it. It's really fun. Um, so yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, and yeah, let me know what toys you like and uh, uh, look for the mark of Jurassic Park or however that went. Anyway, <laughs> bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.